0: Well, good evening. Good
1: evening.
0: I think I've got a lot of people here today that like songs. You guys like music, don't you? Mm-hmm. Who here doesn't like to sing? <laughs> Nobody put their hands up. Now <laughs> <laughs> what will happen if I'd say who here likes to sing? Woo! Yeah, everybody puts <laughs> Anyway, this is a song. We're actually gonna do a whole chapter study on a song. One of the most famous songs all of the Bible. Uh, We're continuing our uh, study, our series on uh, Judges, and uh, it's the song of Deborah and also Barak, probably most famous, known as Deborah's song, I guess, and that's what we're kind of calling it, but Barak gets a little bit of credit as a couple of verses there could show that uh, there's somebody else writing it and uh, says in here that they they sang it. But um, there are famous songs also in the Bible. Moses, and uh, as they were delivered. Across Cross the Red Sea, Miriam was a big part of that there. And uh, also, I think, uh, oh, that's in Exodus 15. And there's one also in Deuteronomy 32. Uh, there's one they call the Song of Jonah. I used to think of that as being a prayer. I think it's in Jonah, too. But... Uh, s- known also as the Song of Jonah. And then there's a song of Hezekiah's song out Isaiah 38. And that's some of the ones that we know of that are whole songs. But wherever the people of God witness His mighty power, their hearts love to sing out God's praises. And that's why music plays so much of an important part in worshiping of God because their songs composed... Dealing with redemptive history and what God has done, and uh, it's a form of praise that cannot be equaled by any other. Con- uh, I guess other songs, music, uh, it stirs people's faith up, doesn't it? And it brings out the emotional aspect. So we see the heart of God's people at a given moment in redemptive history. As we look at Judges, of course the fourth chapter is why there is a song in chapter 5. He rescued his people again from captivity and that crisis that they were in. And so the songs of God tell us a great deal about God and how he is to be worshipped. And they remind us that God is greater than all of the enemies that can come against us, uh, even sin and death. Are the greatest enemies, aren't they? So God may allow us to be threatened by uh, our foes, our enemies, who all we battle with, what we battle with, but He indeed redeems His people in the end. So, chapter 4 was Deborah and Barak, and He was the commander, Deborah was the judge, and as she spoke the word of God, they went out defeated the enemy. That was Jabin of the Canaanites and the general Sisera. and Of course, the story of Jael came in who killed Sisera, the commander of the Canaanite army, as a woman who really wasn't an Israelite. And so God uses a lot of different people in a lot of different ways to get His job done. So this commemorates God's grace, God's power, how He rescues His people. And uh, it's all about worshiping Him, isn't it? The Almighty God. So we have something to sing about constantly, don't we? We always have music up front, right there, based off of the Word of God and who God is. It's about His character, His nature. So God has delivered His humiliated people as we move into chapter 5. And He's manifest that He is the Lord of all. So, guys want to pray? Here we go. Father, great God, You are the Almighty God. And You are the one we sing about. Because it's about Your greatness, Your majesty, Your faithfulness. We go on and on with Your attributes of who You are and Your great and mighty works. What You have done about salvation, and bringing us out of bondage and delivering us into your hands. And Lord, we thank you as we look through your word tonight and may it stir up our hearts and I'm praising you and to show how you are the conqueror, the victor. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, the song, we'll just divide it up. I've got it like. Uh, how many do I have? Ten points plus an application at the end. <laughs> Probably could have divided it up in three pieces maybe, but for a few verses you can see how it kind of changes and what it's trying to stress in that uh, song. So we've got stanzas. So we first have, first of all, not a stanza in the song, but it's telling kind of who sang it but probably also who wrote it, who composed it. So it's sung by God's people, probably written for uh, what would be the most part by Deborah, no doubt about that. And most of the time it's given in first person. That's why we think that it's Deborah doing this. And uh, she's a prophetess, right? Which means she what speaks for God. She spoke forth the word of the Lord, and she's also described as a judge, which means deliver, deliver from great peril that they uh, they were in, Israelites. Uh, if you look in verse twelve and verse fifteen, you'll see that probably Barak is could be writing this part. It it hints of like it could be somebody like him. It's a uh, use of second and third person. It says, Awake, awake, Deborah. Awake, awake, sing a song. And then it says also, though, Arise, Barak, and take away your captives. O oh, son of Abinahim It's getting ready to go in war. So anyway, that's kind of a different person that's speaking there. It seems like it is. Verse 15 says, And the princess of Issachar were with Deborah, as was Issachar, so was Barak. So it could be somebody else putting these in there too and writing that. Whatever it is, it uh, we don't want to complicate things. It's, uh, we could say it's Deborah's song. First stanza, first verse that Deborah and Brack, the son of Abinoam sang on that day, saying, And uh, I don't know if it would be like uh, a male and a female duet and they're wearing matching clothes you know I doubt if that's the way that it's presented right to have a little dance step along with it and t- t- it's not America's Got Talent here right but they're praising God and Deborah and Brack are, are the ones that are related to that so it, we go to the first stanza or the first verse which would be verses 2 and 3 It starts off with, Hear, O kings, give ear, O rulers. I, to the Lord, I will sing. I will sing praise to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the field of Edom, the earth quaked, the heavens also dripped, even the clouds dripped water. So there's our first stanza that we're calling it. It starts off with, Hear, O kings, give ear, O rulers. Some of the commentaries say the kings would be the nations, the kings of those nations. Hear this. uh, Give ear, O rulers. And that could be anybody else that's underneath them, or it could be the rulers that are in Israel. Because Israel at this time has never had a king. Right? So it's saying, you know, the leaders or rulers. Whatever it is could be in a general sense. But he says, hear this. I, to the Lord, I will sing. This is what I will do, because I've got praise in my mouth. It's a fitting way to start, because there's been victory. This is written at that time. As a matter of fact, it said, sing on that day. makes you wonder if it was that all in that day. They were able to come up with this and sing it. Uh, pretty amazing that that could happen, but if it came from God, it could be done, couldn't it? So they had a victory, and it begins with a chorus of praise to God. I will sing praise to the Lord, the God of Israel. I think some of our songs. I will sing praise to the Lord. You know how often do we have that, right? And then it says, "Bless the Lord." Um, I will sing praise to the Lord, the God of Israel. I will bless the Lord. I will, I will uh, sing praise. I will extol Him. I and that's the idea. Either I will bless or I will sing. What translation uh, do we have out there that might have something different than I will sing?
1: I will make melody to the Lord.
0: Make melody to the Lord.
1: That's, not, that's
0: true. Make melody again. Anything else? Sing. Sing, make melody same thing, isn't it? And the idea of melody there is that she she will sing, she will make music. It'll have you know not just it's a poetry here, but it's absolutely involved with a musical melody, something going on that uh, takes the whole story of deliverance. And uh, that's that's the idea. That she extols his name. Will sing and make music. Sounds like a good thing to do, doesn't it? What would it be like if the church never sang? It would be lacking something, wouldn't it? Who's the creator of music? Boy, does he know it. I bet he really has something lined up for us when we get there. We just don't have any idea what it's going to be really like. We have an idea by what we do every week. But it's going to be much better. It'll be perfect glorified people with glorified voices we
2: can learn that's that. going to be song, good we'll
0: yeah well, that's right <laughs> we'll probably won't even have to practice it how's that go <laughs> I often get up there on a new song uh, I'm going uh, like this I'm uh, going I can't think of how it goes. I'm running it together with another song. It's coming, it's coming.
1: <laughs> There's the words. There's the words. Yeah.
0: Is it going to play or sing? What's he going to do? I'm like, i oh, well, let's do this a couple of times
1: and hope it kicks in.
0: So, we got the first stanza, right? Three and four. Oh, oh, first four. Got to look at that for a moment. No, no, that's on the next one. Two and three was the first verse, right? I, the Lord, I will sing, I will sing praise to the Lord, or Yahweh, the God of Israel. Well, that is what this is all about, isn't it? Is there anybody else you'd sing it to? (laughs) Four and five is our second stanza. So we saw the purpose. That's how I have an avid outline there, right? The purpose is to bless the God of Israel. To praise the God of Israel. Isn't that really what life is about? It's really what we're about to glorify God to praise God so the next one is the object of praise well the purpose we were already saying to bless the God of Israel the object of praise is the divine warrior here uh, 4 and 5 says Lord or Yahweh when you went out from Seir when you marched from the field of Edom the earth quaked the heavens also dripped Even the clouds dripped water. The mountains quaked at the presence of the Lord, this this Sinai, at the presence of the Lord, the God of Israel. So what we have here are two different locations. One is from Mount Seir, which is in Edom. And they had victory there. God roared out. And also another place was at Mount Sinai. When you think of the thunder and the lightning at Mount Sinai, the law was presented, right? I mean this is this great powerful God and uh you know, the earth quaking, the heavens dripping, the clouds dripped water, so you have the raining and the thunder, lightning, trumpets blowing in a way I guess you could think of and it's just God is putting on the ritz. Like Yeah. He's about works. to act. Yeah. yeah. That's that one so awesome God. Yeah. So God's putting on the ritz. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. People would be in awe of that. Matter of fact, they feared him, didn't they? Uh, but he did that. You think of Mount Sinai, for instance. Yeah. So that's the kind of God he is. So he shows that he, and he's the warrior, he's the one that really gave them the victory. They went out there and did the thing, but it was really um, empowering them and setting things up and then making it making it even rain. I think it says a little bit later whenever they had the uh, the enemy with their 9,000 chariots. And it oh. rained so hard that it filled up the area and made it muddy, of course. And it, it just overflowed and that uh, that river so they didn't have a chance to beat Israel so god was you know all that. that that's a mighty powerful act isn't it
2: the
0: that yeah third stanza is found in 6 through 8 this is the unlikely people that god uses so he starts off in the days of shamgar do you remember shamgar who was shamgar he was the... If you go back to chapter 3 at the very last verse, 31, after Ehud came Shamgar, the son of Anak. He's a pagan. He was a one-verse guy. One verse. Some about 600,000. Six hundred Philistines with an ox goad, mind you, of Samson. God used this guy to conquer Philistines as time went on. There, so he was considered a deliverer, judge, even though he's really not in Israelite. But God used him. Pretty unlikely, isn't it? Even
2: though we keep forgetting who he is, <laughs> God used him anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like that God. Yeah. Okay.
0: He uses those.
2: You ask us next who he is, and we're gonna go. Uh, <laughs> that guy.
1: Cool. Well, it gives you an idea in this verse what was going on for old Shamgar.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, you know what was what he was really. You know what was really going on in the area at the time. Exactly. So that's kind of nice because. You know, I mean, it doesn't give it much here. He killed 600 Philistines. doesn't really tell it's you much.
0: saved <laughs> Israel. That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> now, who is that calling? Is that the calling? Yeah. <laughs> so we know who Shamgar is, and we know the next one, in the days of J.L. Well, here's what was going on at this time. Shamgar's time, just like we said there. J.L., uh, she's the one who got the victory, actually got credit for it as she at least uh, killed a man in a way that he was the commander of the uh, army that the Israelites had been subdued by for so many years. And so that's, uh, that's Sisera. jail, was the one that invited him into the tent. Uh, Acting like she was taking care of him, and, and she
2: gave him some milk so he'd fall asleep. Gave him <laughs> so the, the milk and, and ran that, that pig
0: so she take straight on, on through the head, him to
2: the ground. The Kenites were not; she was a
0: pagan also. Yeah, because well, and you know who the Kenites are? They're related to Moses in the sense that that's his his father-in-law was a Kenite. Oh. So they were friends. They were married close to the Israelites. So, this Kenite should be going along with Israel. Well, he picked up, took off, and moved up north and signed a covenant with these Canaanites. And so, like, he was on their side. Probably gave him a tribute, right? And so, um, he was okay. He was He was protected. And so was his wife. So there's another pagan that God uses, or at least coming from a non-Israelite view, and she does this heroic deed.
1: Well, I'm thinking probably uh, old Heber there. He probably didn't really know why he, you know, why God put him up there, set him up against Israel. That was important. My yeah. sister never would have turned into her tent.
0: Yeah, she thought she was with Israel. And you know what? I'd like to know where is he at? Yeah.
1: In this? Yeah. How did he
0: respond to this? Where
1: was he? Did,
0: did he even where know was it, this was realizing? happening? Was he out there? You know, he's doing, like doing going, something?
2: She's got a, pe- a tent peg. I'm staying away from. Now. Yeah, it's like, we don't mess with her. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, hit this is interesting in the song. She brings us out and they go. This is amazing. Who God uses? Why is He using them?
2: Because He wants
0: to. Because there's really nobody else. There's a matter of fact. I think it shames Israel that He uses them to do His work because they were, they had foreign gods. They made up their own gods. Because God had to come through for 20 years now. So. that you know, here it is. This is why she's singing this. And well, I'm thinking
1: J.L. probably <coughs> didn't turn completely to the Canaanite
0: way of life. Makes you wonder. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, because she, you know, she killed did. Cicero.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, all along she's thinking, you know, I don't yeah. want to be well, they with them. It.
2: Yeah. They signed it, but it didn't say she really thought that was a wise <laughs> thing to do. Okay. I,
0: that I yeah. guess it was great for their own protection. Mm-hmm.
2: But, it all came about because Deborah was asked to go with him to the battle. Right. Because he didn't trust to go on his own. So he wasn't going to get the victory for killing Cicero. That's when she prophesied after. It was, and I just went back and read verse
1: chapter 4. Aha, uh-huh. you weren't here last week. I wasn't here. <laughs> so we talked, we talked all about this, yeah. Debbie. Yeah. And we
2: decided he didn't do that because he was afraid. He actually did it just because he realized that God was talking through her
1: so he, he went did her more of a it?
2: submissive we figured out to make how to sure get he did the right stuff he was more of a submissive he was submissive and he's submissive because he realized God was using her
0: yeah she's a what is she she's a prophetess mm-hmm. what is a prophetess or a prophet they speak mm-hmm. for God she, he gave her the word however he did it she understands it. She gives it out. She picks him to be the commander, and what he wants is for her to be by his side, so that all the moves that they make, they are doing it the way that God has said it. Yeah. And I think that's now. It, and God never. He still gets you know credit for what he did as a commander, but to take the, uh, the commander, of what's like, his name now, Sisera, Sisera out. He uses this Jabin he, to there's do that. A, or JL, there was, boy. There
2: was a prophecy. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about. There was a prophecy about a woman doing that. We went back
0: to last. Yeah, the prophecy is that, and it did happen yeah. to the very uh, exactly way that God had said.
2: That a woman would do it. <laughs>
0: and so uh, yeah, I'm not so sure that was somewhere around was it 7, 8, 9 something in like 11. that yeah, right there. you got Heber there in 11 can I and yeah Barak says if you'll go with me then I'll go but if you will not go with me I will not go I want your presence because you're speaking the word of God okay. and I think that gives it a little bit more credit now to Barak rather than being a weak man I think he's He's quite the commander, but he wants to make sure that, hey, what she's doing, what she's saying is right. I don't want to go up there by myself and do something that it's not the right way. Of course, God gave the plan and how it's supposed to be done. And she said, then in verse 9, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, and that's where it sounds negative here the honor shall not, you're going to go ahead and do this. You're going to be the commander, you're going to lead us, but there's going to be something that happens that's going to be unbelievable, that nobody would think of. The honor should not be yours on the journey that you're about to take, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hands of a woman. That's who He decides to, to use. So really, I think it's more of the Word of God than it is Him being scared. Although that element could definitely be there. You know, but... God already has it in mind that this woman is going to be the hero. kind uh, of reminds you of uh, like in the book of Joshua. There is a oh, a woman who is a pagan woman. Who is that?
1: The, oh, Rahab.
0: Rahab. Yeah. Rahab the harlot. Thank God Jesus. Mm-hmm. So he, you know unlikely people. Um, oh, next phrase then after jail. It says the, uh, in the days of J.L., in that time period, the highways were deserted. Well, that's easy driving, right?
1: <laughs>
0: Not a good thing. It's because you got evil and wicked people out there. You couldn't travel. They didn't travel at all because you were going to be toast if you went out there. It says travelers went by roundabout ways. They went out of their way they they, when they went anywhere. They didn't go down They'd Super Highway 66. What did you say? Ben? 44.
1: They defunded the police. Yeah.
0: <laughs> didn't have a chance. Yep. So, do you see what's happening there? In those days, this is what was happening. Israel had been wicked in their own ways. God is judging them. Here's you know, just those things. The peasantry ceased. We get into uh, we're still in the third stanza, right? They ceased in Israel until I, Deborah, arose until I arose, a mother in Israel. You know what she is? She seems to be like a common woman. She has children. She's a mother. Now it could be taken that she's the mother of Israel because she's a leader, and I can see that. But I think it's just saying that she really wasn't anybody outstanding, but she's a mother. That's pretty important isn't it. I think in <coughs> that verse we talk about the hen
2: and gathers her chicks underneath her wing. That kind of like the, Yeah, she was just she wanted just to protect, to be a protector.
0: Yeah, them. and she, so she was. She was a protector. To deliver of the whole nation.
2: But she did it, like I said, as a a hand protector, you know, just to kind of cover for them
0: the protection. Uh, Verse 8: look at this. New gods were chosen. New gods. Well, you know what? They may not like the God of the Canaanites. So they get their own kind of idolatry, in a sense. Kind of combine it with the one true God, Yahweh, along with some of the other pagan gods. At any rate, it's kind of like new gods. Because there's a lot of, their God hasn't delivered them. It's been 20 years. So why should we call on Him? He's not doing anything, right? So this is the time that they're living in. You were afraid to go out of your house.
2: Huh? You want to <laughs>
0: <laughs> then war was in the gates. Not a shield or a spear was seen among 40,000 in Israel. They really didn't have any weapons. <laughs> Shamgar had an ox code. That's <laughs>
2: right. So, if you don't got a traditional one, you can always make
0: one. <laughs> so you've got idolatry, being attacked constantly by evil and wicked people, usually the Canaanites. It was not safe. Uh, horrible time to be living. Just get that idea that it was just horrible. They uh, lost
1: them all their enemies. They stripped them. for forty years. They were steal under them. Yep. The Philistines under
0: total control.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. They were they weren't a free nation. They were more or less. Uh, they
1: took their guns. That's <laughs> right. And they defunded the police. <laughs> and the truck drivers no wouldn't drive down
0: the roads to bring any supplies
2: because <laughs> they control. were too afraid.
0: And so they make up their own gods because God is not doing anything. <laughs>
1: wow.
0: It's a bad time to be living there in that nation. But God had raised up Deborah. Uh, and that's what we see there. Until I, Deborah arose, that's what was going on. And then God brought me up out of nowhere. and I am. And uh, things changed rapidly. she
2: the one at that tree we were- Yeah.
0: yeah. She was a wise lady. I believe in some. God rewarded her too. Definitely a Never one. Never tree. Never tree the palm tree of
2: Deborah. <laughs>
0: Did she know who the, the true God was? Yeah. Okay, fourth stanza. Uh, she calls for all the people to praise God now. She says. Uh, I to the Lord. I will sing in verse three, right? Now, starting at verse nine, my heart goes out to the commanders of Israel, the volunteers among the people, bless the Lord, praise the Lord. So he, he says there was there were the commanders. Of course you have to start with who? Barak, right? There were others. Um, volunteers. The people who went along with this. Now there were a lot of them and some of the other tribes that didn't go out and help them. But there were other ones who did. Just said, I commend you, commanders, and you volunteers. Here's what I want you to do. Bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, verse 10. Mm -hmm. You who ride on white donkeys... That was unusual. We were a lot of white donkeys. but The ones who would be re- uh, 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 riding those would be who, the rich. So, the white donkeys. You who sit on rich carpets and you who travel on the road, sing. So whether it be the rich, the poor, uh, whoever you are, it takes in everybody is what it is, says, sing. You have something to shout about. All of you do that. people throughout Israel. all right, tell everyone of God's mighty acts. this God has delivered us from that situation. Um, now, first hand, the second says, he
1: that sit in judgment oh, says
0: sit the, the rich carpets. So, in judgment, they have the carpets. So, it would be some some of their. Uh, the wise. Uh, the Some of the ones that would take some kind of leadership now. Yeah, the commanders.
1: So, even in that desperate society, they had rulers. <laughs> they had the elite class, the rulers. And,
0: and they got to shine forth as they go and win that war, that battle against them. That frees them. So it's like God used this to bring up other ones to be in on this victory. And they knew that they shouldn't have won this. They really didn't have a chance.
2: How did they win this? So
0: and so he's saying, Hey, all of you people, regardless of what your position is, bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sing Verse eleven. At the sound of those who divide flocks among the watering places, there they shall recount the righteous deeds of the Lord. He's righteous, isn't he? He's right. He's perfectly right. He's righteous. And the righteous deeds for his peasantry in Israel. Then the people of the Lord went down to the gates. In uh, see, know, we're at there. 11. Yeah. Okay, eleven.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I got a little yeah. note here that says that that word in Hebrew is—they're not certain what that word is. Oh, archers. It says it says musicians or archers. The meaning of the Hebrew word is uncertain. String people. <laughs> I mean, if you look in that, what is that book that translates? Those words. The Hebrew words can mean dozens of things. Yep. Yeah. Talk about confusing. I don't know how they ever translated anything.
0: Matter of fact, on one of the commentaries, it basically said that. I said the language here sometimes is very difficult and we can't know for sure. Mm-hmm. So the translators have to kind of use, you know, a little bit of knowledge. A lot of working with the language, well, and then you know, trying to fit it in with the text. So there will be different words that are used there. We well, you
2: know songs that like we sit there singing songs, and we know the meaning of that song. But if you stand back from another country and try to tell them about what that, you know, like <laughs> a long this train, along the translation. A lo- a long train's coming down. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. like they like, well, that really be you know, in the yeah. flavor of the, yeah, yeah
1: the song. Translations are not all their correct. Especially in, me- in music. I don't know how they. You know, if you look at that book, I can't think of the name of that book. But if you look at that book where they translate Hebrew to English, Strong. they take a Hebrew.
2: Concordance.
1: Mm-hmm. They take a Hebrew word, and there's like ten English words that it could be. Mm-hmm. How did they ever come up with this? <laughs>
0: Yeah, usually it's in the context, and that's yes. what's going to make it decide. Sometimes it could be this, it could still be this, yeah. it could be that. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, but when you, when it all comes down to it, it's a generalization anyway, like like the deal with the at the sound of those who divide flocks. Among the watering places, if you were to have, uh, you'd take the flocks, the wells would be just a little bit, uh, away from town just enough you know you have the gates and you go on out and that's where you would get the water there to uh, water your livestock uh, pleasant times to reflect you know so you would get away from things and go and get the water we have it so easy today we just turn on the tap you take it from there? Yeah, but so it's
1: like a, a leave it run long enough. You can get away from there.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell the water
2: goes Anyway, <laughs> 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 it, I'm assuming that means, from what I'm looking at, it's like a peaceful place to kind of think
0: about things. Is that, uh... Yeah, recount the righteous deeds. Whatever it is it's talking about. Wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. Where you have a place that's a quiet place. Reflect recount the righteous deeds of the Lord. That He's righteous. That He's just. Everything that He does is good, right? That's thinking on God. And that's a good song that says that, to be thinking on His righteousness. How many times do you run across that word in songs? Righteousness. Okay, the fifth stanza is um, it's going to kind of tell about the sorry state that they're in and some of the tribes that didn't want to be bothered to come and help in this war that they were having, and others did. Some came to the defense, others didn't. So here we go. Awake, awake, Deborah. Deborah. Awake! (laughs) I couldn't help that. (laughs) Actually, I know you're in your scripture right there. How far we have come! (laughs) Awake, awake, Deborah! Awake, awake! Sing a song. Play the piano, Deborah. (laughs) Learn a new song, Deborah. Arise, Barak, and take away your captives, O son of a Benonim, Take away your captives. So, who's
2: singing this part?
0: Is That's well, you know, we don't know. It's definitely in <laughs> it's a different person, right? This time, it's not Deborah. You could see if, if Barak was saying the first part here. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, sing a song. I think it's. The other, the is somebody else saying arise, Barak or is well, it maybe somebody? Maybe
1: Deborah's saying arise, Barack. <sighs>
0: what, what could be? Maybe yeah. he's saying this, and then she comes back and says arise, Barak And take away your captives That even makes no, better right. sense, as they're foot, singing foot, a right. song. Yeah,
2: they're singing back and forth.
0: Antiphonal here, you know? Yes. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense there.
1: Oh, this would be so <laughs> cool to hear,
0: <laughs> wouldn't it? I, I think, I'd like yeah, to I hear different. the music.
1: <laughs>
2: that was, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if, if if the Jewish of today, some of the real Orthodox yeah. would actually know what melody this
0: was sung to, uh, or have it, it got, got lost it in the shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. I. I uh, but you know what? I wonder if in heaven, in <laughs> <or> the kingdom, <laughs> this song could be sung. In the way that they did it, only yeah. better <laughs> just, just a thought i don 't know, but at any rate it 's pretty exciting, week awake. sing a song, arise, brack, take away your captives, old oh son of then um, then survivors came down to the nobles, the people of the Lord came down to me as warriors, so here are the ones who are volunteering to fight in this warriors from Ephraim, that's the land where they were fighting here up north. uh, Those whose root in Amalek came down following you, Benjamin, with your peoples. Now that's interesting. Benjamin is noted for kind of bowing out on things before. This time the tribe of Benjamin is there. From Major, commanders came down and from Zebulun Those who wield the staff of office and the princes of Issachar were with Deborah, as was Issachar, so was Barak. Into the valley they rushed at the heels. Among the divisions of Reuben there were great resolves of heart. Why did you sit among the sheepfolds? To hear the piping for the flocks? These are some of the ones that didn't do it, right? Among the divisions of Reuben there were great searchings of heart. Gilead remained across the Jordan. Remained there. And why did Dan stay in ships? The tribe of Dan had kind of uh, been up there around the Mediterranean Sea. And they were kind of like uh, hanging out, doing some trading. I was say, a little bit. Got in the
2: business. they
0: had their business going there. So yeah, they said, well, I'd like to, but uh, I'm going to have to around here we've got a lot of work to do got to shop
2: tomorrow.
0: you know what this tells you about fellowship and people who serve there are people who serve in the church and do things there are others who occasionally just show up but that's it <laughs> and, and they're missing out on so much and so that's what we get here even in Israel they needed help from these guys, but actually, God says, okay, we'll still win anyway, but they're going to miss out. Why did Dan stay in ships? Asher sat at the seashore and remained by its landings. Zebulun was a people who despised their lives even to death. So it's Zebulun and Naphtali, and that is in their land, obviously. You know, but all of the nation of Israel was under some kind of captivity. Zebulun was a people who despised their life. I mean, they, they were ready to die. Uh, even to death, right? They gave up <coughs> hope? Kind of a... well, no, I mean, they are ready well, to go oh, to war. Oh, 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 even oh, if okay, it, if it kills them.
1: With a stick?
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and afterly, also on the high places of the field. Uh, does that make sense there? Okay, 12 through 18, it's a shout out to those who took up arms. Uh, Israel was in a real sorry state that some of the tribes didn't even bother to show up to the nation's defense. Didn't show up. Had other things to do. Didn't want to be a part of it at all. But others act heroically. Tells you how sorry they were at that time. How did they conquer the land in the first place? With Joshua. It was all of them together, wasn't it? Even the ones that were on the other side of the Jordan, they came and helped too any comment on why Judah and Simeon are not even mentioned? Good point. Where are they at? <laughs> they're not mentioned, are they? Did some of them volunteer and a lot of them didn't? I don't know. Judah
1: and Simeon? Judah and Simeon? They're not even mentioned. They didn't even get a They didn't even get, a put down. <laughs> I get a mention. <laughs> well, Judah is Christ's line. Yeah. Well,
0: why is me there? Yeah. Anyway, that shows you how, where they were at at that time. Of course, Levi would have be been the priest, you know. Well, do we
1: know what tribe deborah hmm. She's uh
2: She's not, is she?
1: We talk about that. Yeah, and it never More. gives any family. It never
0: talks about Deborah's family. Right. Like, God just brings her up out of nowhere. Okay, the next one, uh, sixth stanza. Here's the details of the battle. Um, the kings came and fought. Then fought the kings of Canaan at Tanash near the waters of Megiddo. They took no plunder in silver. The stars fought from heaven. From the courses they fought against Sisera. out of the skies come uh, the thunder, the lightning, the rains. Right? We already know in history that's what happened, as we've read. Mm-hmm. Chapter 4. Uh, the torrent of Kishon, that's the river, uh, it's usually kind of dried up, or very. we'll just say shallow. It's very shallow there. But God, with this flood... He swept them away. The ancient torrent, the torrent Kishon. Oh, my soul, march on with strength. Then the horses, hoofs beat from the dashing, the dashing of his valiant steeds. Curse me, said the angel of the Lord. Utterly curse its inhabitants, because they did not come to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the warriors. Most beloved of women is Jael, Oh wait, okay. Yeah. We'll stop at twenty-three there. Just you know.
1: So who is this Maroz?
0: That's what I was trying to remember. And I came across it day when I read that, and it was like, um. Man, I, I can't remember. I, that's what stuck me there. I, a lot of times I have to write these down, and I didn't. I didn't get, get that.
1: Must be a um, town somewhere or something, right? Curse its inhabitants
0: thoroughly. Yeah, it was like um, it's up north, way north, you know. And they're already are north, right? You think of Naphtali and um, Zebulun, and all around that area, it would be those people, and I. I I don't know whether Meroz is a whether he's a leader kind of representing them, or whether it was but but it would have been Israelites. Oh, but anyway they should have helped them, especially from that area. Okay. And again, they didn't do that. I mean, you know, right from the heart of that like area. Meraz is
1: location. Yeah. It yeah, it, inhabitants. yeah. Yeah. So this twenty two is this where all the horses take off? They leave, they run off? <laughs> That's my impression here. The galloping of the horses. The horses are not galloping with iron chariots. They're getting <laughs> they out of there, <laughs> right? Out there. The horses don't do well in storms. No. They don't no. like thunder and lightning. No. And it looks like they just all took off and left the
0: the valiant steeds, <laughs> right? The yeah. Just left there I mean, <laughs> in the mud. The horse we have there at
2: the house right now, if it starts raining real hard in that metal roof, he jumps. Oh. <laughs> skinny. Yeah. yeah, they don't like stars.
0: And we know Brat was on his chariot and he just got off of it
1: and fled. Right, right. He, he
0: had to run. Right. Horses are leaving and the greatest in battle and everything. And it's like, That Israel is trying to take all these guys on with this, you know, the chariots, the horses. They're of no value at all. It's like the Canaanites do. What do we do now? Well, uh, anyway, we see that uh, those people didn't come and help the Lord. and, And, you know, they were right there in that area to the help of the Lord against the warriors. They didn't do it. So, now. We get some details there. And it kind of adds a little bit of drama, doesn't it? The next one is the seventh stanza. This is the way that God works in redeeming His people. Strange ways. Most blessed of women is who?
1: Jail.
0: There it goes. It was prophesied. And now it's sung about after it has happened.
2: Uh huh. But here, there's another one. Oh yeah, they make a big oh,
1: well, deal out
0: her. Yeah. So she, and she's the one that uh, you know stuck the, into his temple and uh, the wife of Heber the Kenai. <laughs> and we got that in verse eleven over there in the other chapter four. Most blessed is she of women in the tent. She got a most
1: blessed.
0: That's quite something, isn't it?
1: That's
0: pretty big. Jl, the Kenite, you know, husband of the Kenite. So fascinating, isn't it? That you see, and and it said that she would get honor. God chose to have her do it. That was all in the plan. And it, again, it kind of shows that the people of Israel were lacking. So God uses quite a few other people that are not even Israelites. Maybe weren't even believers at that time. But I think it's fascinating, the most blessed of women. Matter of fact, it seems like she even gets more credit than Deborah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He asked for water.
0: (laughs) She gave him milk. In a magnificent bowl, she brought him curds. She reached out her hand for the tent peg and a right hand for the workman's hammer. Then she struck Sisera, she smashed his head, and she shattered and pierced his temple. You know what? This is in a song. You wouldn't ordinarily think, you know, God would say, oh, this is a song. We can't have (laughs) this kind of thing in there.
1: This is a great chorus. She was 27?
0: Whoa! <laughs> Between her feet he bowed, he fell, he lay. Between her feet he bowed, he fell. Where he bowed, there he fell, dead.
1: <laughs> I can almost hear Just it. Just keep doing that one, right?
0: It, what it says is that he was in total submission to her as he dies. Somebody hiding. said there was a. He, he
2: was hiding underneath <laughs> a blan- uh, blanket or something. Yeah, I
1: never really thought it coming. in. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, she had to be pretty <laughs> up. She, nice. she had to go, like, wind it up real good because you only get one good swipe at this guy, probably. Yeah,
0: it was underneath a blanket or a rug, wasn't it? He, he was totally down underneath. the tent. So, anyway, he's down. He's beaten. God used, uh, I guess you could say, deceptiveness from J.L. Uh, she's treacherous, right? Uh, wiles of jails, what she does with Sisera. Uh, of course, he was a superior military man with all the technology of the day. And uh, they had oppressed Israel for 20 years. And this is the humiliation of that nation or, or this area of the, where the Canaanites were at. So she crushed him. When we think of the lyrics from a biblical song of praise, we wouldn't expect oh, yeah. she crushed his head, she shattered and pierced his temple. Here you have a murder that gets involved. Deborah even calls Jael the most blessed of women. Uh, this Kenite here. She's praised because God used this non-Israelite to remove Israel's oppressor. Cicero, you know, and he's representing the people. But when you have a commander, it's just like you can think of think of the Middle East. Think of some of the ones that have been taken down by the United States. That means that's representing that form of belief, of what they're about, right? Saddam Hussein. Remember when he went down? You know, we here are cheering that. You know, and of course they take the statue. Of him and they pull it down. That was a happy tone there when we saw that, right?
2: And how many times did we see that? Only once. No, they. No, you've seen that video over and over, and over again. And that was to, to let you know for sure that this really occurred. And I think that's the same thing that's going on here. They were grabbing. But it was to reassure you how this went down. Good point. If you've
0: got this song, they, they're going to sing this over yeah. and over, and it wasn't aren't they? Like, this just Great praise think, to God. We
2: think she did it this way. No, she did it this way. <laughs> and that's what they're making sure that you understand how this occurred. and How the milk and everything else she did to soothe him, to disarm him, and then she took care of him. She crushed his head. And she crushed yeah, his head. It a, a his strong temple. woman.
0: Here. Amazing. Well, go to the eighth stanza. This is about Sisera's mother. Isn't it interesting that Deborah would write this? Well, I think it would come from a woman that would think, What about his mother? What's she thinking? You see depravity here. What? <laughs> Out of the window she looked and lamented. The mother of Sisera, oh. through the lattice, why does his chariot delay him coming? He ought to be back. Why do the hoofbeats of his chariots carry? They should have made. They should. They should have won this war already. This should have been done in a few minutes. Should be back. Yeah. Just like a mother, right?
1: Well, and their uh, army was so much stronger. Oh yeah. The Israelites said not going to take any time. We all <laughs> But it shows she knew the
2: wickedness of his plans. Oh, yeah. Well, the Cheryl. next verse, yeah. really. I mean, yeah, come on. She, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah, she was right there.
2: She was puffing it all up,
0: yeah, all the way. So, oh, this or... is the kind of thought that Deborah has. She thinks about his mother. Her wise princesses would answer her. Indeed, she repeats her words to herself. It's like, where's he at? Why is he delaying? Where's the chariots at? Where's the horses? Are they not finding? Are they not dividing the spoil? If you really get into her heart here? Uh, a maiden, two maidens, forever warrior. What they, what they do? Ah, get them women. They raped them. That's what they would do. That's what.
2: So yeah, I mean, so this woman is not getting any sympathy things from me at all. She right.
0: Was, she knows that's what you do, and those men out there, our men are getting some women now. You know. Yeah. Getting some. As they kill them. So, yeah, you see it, it goes on, and she's talking about are they not finding, are they not dividing the spoil? Clothes, clothes? the have? riches that they get away from them, you yeah, know? She's right Bring right it right back. Right this is, she's going to get that. What's a maiden, two maidens forever warrior, right? To Sisera, a spoil of dyed work. They must have seen the clothes that they had. This, you know
2: she's what she's you, know, you know what this is nowadays? Shopping trip. That's
0: that's what she is. Spoils of a good shopping trip. For him to bring this back and he's the commander, she's gonna get the Joyce Lot. She's mom. <laughs> I'm first. Ah <laughs> uh, do you see? This is exactly what Deborah's thinking. She knew what this lady was like. A spoil of dyed work embroidered dyed work of double embroidery on the neck of the spoiler. This let, Thus let all your enemies perish, O oh Lord. Well, we'll stop at 30 there. So you have, she's longing for the stolen possessions, including the rape of Israelite women. Look how greedy she is. Ill will for God's people. Doesn't care about any she kind of people. She's probably lighting a
2: fire on him to get going because she probably was running out of some resources go get some
0: good stuff for It's like a good haul that they can make fine clothes that Israel had. Yahweh's enemies will perish in such a way that their own treachery comes back and boomerangs on them. And that's what happens. And of course, there's the mother. You know, she, yeah, It seems like she's really worried about her son, no. but it's what he's freaking back is what she's really after. So, Verse 31, we get a triumphal declaration. Thus, let all your enemies perish, O Lord, but let those who love Him be like the rising of the sun in its might. And the land was undisturbed for 40 years. There's the song. A lot of praise. A lot of details that were put in there. And she knew that this was all work of the Lord. Yeah. It was not them. She came out of nowhere. So did uh, Barack, Barack. Yeah. and J. L. See all that characters and brings that she tells exactly. Here's what happened. God did it all. A triumphal declaration, there isn't it? Even with the gory details, it's just <laughs> truth, and it really makes you think on it. This was real. This was really gory. But it portrays God, you know, and in, in his magnificent victory and shows the evil of mankind and even through Cicero's mother, how she was, God's enemies will perish. Well, end of the song. Application, how does this mean anything for us? Well, worship music should be to us of God telling His story. And we're singing it back to Him. We reflect upon what He is about, His nature, His character, His works, and His salvation. And so we sing the faith right on into our hearts as we sing it. It makes us think on those words as we mouth them and sing them to Him. He loves it when we do that. One of the best ways to praise him, isn't it? All of God's congregation singing that out. Number two on that is that Jesus is Lord and not any other kings. The series of judges is, is, you know, it's where he raises up somebody to deliver them out of the oppression that he put them in, so that they realize it's always him that does that. He doesn't forget about them, does he? And so. You know, you've got here sin and depravity of those nations, but that's who God used. And when it's time to punish them, He will do it. They will be defeated. And so, if you take this now to our reality, you take God in human flesh, Jesus Christ, He defeats sin, He defeats death, the whole enemy, and He does it with the cross. And an empty tomb. And He is our One who delivers us, right? Amen. So if God's defeat of Jabin and Sisera gave God's people cause to sing and shout and praise Him, how much more for us that who want to sing His praise to Him because He delivered us ultimately out of the, I guess you could say, the bondage that we were in. The good news that Christ died for our sins and forgives us, and that He was raised for our justification. And that's really the culmination of all this, isn't it? Well, we pray
2: because He still delivers us from our enemies. He still is doing
0: all that. Right. And then He's also made His way for us to have peace with Him. Exactly. So we have a great warrior for us, a great commander. He is the victor. And He has given us victory. The deliverer. So it's something to sing about, isn't it? It's all about Him. Any uh, requests there for prayer as we close out?